Welcome to show, what is it, 47? 47, yeah. I believe, yeah. It's show 47. We are so fast approaching show 50. Holy shinoli. Yeah, actually, congratulations to uh, Naughty Karate. They just hit show 50 as well. Oh, really? Yeah. We're catching up. Woo! Naughty Karate, naughtykarate.com. It is an awesome, uh, another... Karate. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn-based podcast yes. that one of these days we're going to meet up with them. Yeah. One of these days. Power we'll um, right in the kisser. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we should we should have like a party for... We should have a party, like totally. We should totally have a party and we should have boxed wine. Ew, we no, should have we should not have boxed wine. Dressed up as boxed wine with a spigot coming out of them. Ew, I don't want to know. Actually, I, somebody was telling me that um, one of their friends went as boxed wine for Halloween and they connected a uh, camel pack, you know, the things for runners, but they mm-hmm. filled it with wine so people could go up to them and go to the camel pack and fill a glass of wine. Um, that just, the, that's <laughs> fine. looks disgusted. Well, because it reminds me of, like, some cartoon, like a, like a little comic that I saw one time that was, like, a man with, like, a sandwich board on him, you know, and uh, the front of it said, like, you know, free hand lotion samples, like, pull-on nozzle. And then there was, like, a hole uh, out towards the lower section of the board. And and he had hand lotion packets there? And his... No. He had a different kind of dispenser oh. sticking through the board. Was this an editorial cartoon about how bad Republicans are screwing up the nation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, by the way, Republicans like the pieces touched. So, it's a fact! Yeah, so when you said that he, there was a spigot with wine, and I just mm. went right back to that cartoon. Gotcha. What cartoons are you watching? It wasn't a cartoon, not a cartoon, what like a TV cartoon. Reading? It was like, it was like I don't know, it was in, like, I saw it on the web or something. Like, it was like a dirty thing that my you, brother sent to me or something. You've been on the web? Yes. I'm a spider. <laughs> I'll navigate the web. I was going to pretend I didn't know what the internet was, but, like, your version was so much funnier, because I really imagined you as a gigantic spider. <laughs> be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on know. the web. Surfing the web. <laughs> Surfing I'm a the spider web. with the surfboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you want to hear my new favorite noise? Uh, I don't know. Do I? <laughs> what made you decide that, that was your new favorite noise? <laughs> it was in a movie I saw. What and movie? <laughs> it was, um, okay, no one can like me less for... Well, actually, no, I hated this movie, so you can like me just by... Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Okay. Was, what it actually was, the commercials were the guy beating up the cow. Really, really bad commercials from a couple years ago. It was, like, set up like a martial arts. Whoa! I just remembered my back door's open! There are animals in here! <laughs> yeah, there's a big-ass <laughs> bug flying around. Close the door. Where's my swatter? Did you close it already? I did, oh. yes. Am I gonna murder something on air? It's like a it's like a little moth. It's not oh there's another one over there. Yeah, They're we're totally breeding! Being right They're now. breeding! I can't do it. I can't. Well, well just leave them be then. They're not hurting us. You wait. I think that one's got an axe in its pocket. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I was watching this movie and It's the dreaded axe moth. <laughs> That's the sound from the zapper. It's just the metal of the axis hitting the... Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. The conductivity. <laughs> but... It's going to crawl it's... up there under your curtains and lay some eggs that are going to, like, turn into little worms and come out and oh, I thought... chew through your curtains. And... I thought that was a euphemism. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do it. Your curtains? No. 
<laughs> How dusty it is in there, Kelly. Oh, hopefully, not there's not too many moths. Yeah. Um. So no, I was completely innocent, and that was all you. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days, isn't it? Um. But okay, back to the movie. The movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist was a. They actually had an old Japanese movie. I cannot stop watching this moth. Yeah. But they had um, all the dialogue removed from this old Japanese film. They basically put dialogue over it. So kind of like MXC. Exactly. But they had really, like, tried to go with what their mouth was moving and saying and stuff like that. And there's one part where a woman, uh, this one character, (laughs) would always say very short sentences, but then her mouth just kept moving for a while. So she'd be like, please don't go. And then her mouth would be moving for, like, two more minutes because she would be, like, you know, in the actual original film still talking. And so what they would do is they would be like, please don't go. (laughs) <laughs> they made that noise for the entire duration that her mouth moved <laughs> until it stopped. And that's my new favorite thing to do, and I have nothing to say, so I have I have the urge to do that. And I've had um do you ever get it that you get a word in your head? Kinda like getting a song in your head where you just wanna say it. Yeah. So you're just like looking for an opportunity to use the word and then all yeah. of a sudden before you know it you've used it three times in like five minutes and your yeah. friends are looking at you like saying like How did you just use the word nonchalant three times in one? <laughs> That was kind of non nonchalant. <laughs> that was very chalant of you. <laughs> that was chalant. Do people use chalant? Did people use Shelley Volant? <laughs> Probably. The font? I heard she was the font, Shelley Volant. <laughs> if I was a topographist. Typographist? Maybe. As opposed to a topographist? What's a topographist? Topography is like people who measure the landscape. Oh, contour maps. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be a topographist, I would be typographist. Yeah. Yes, or I could be a togopographist, and I would to go Do to the, the store. I don't know. <laughs> Topography <laughs> of the country Togo? <laughs> yes, yes. I've had a, a word in my head for, for oh, a yeah. day What's now. Your word? <laughs> you googly? Oh, yeah. You, did, you used that like five <laughs> times yesterday. <laughs> and at least you, when you have a word in your head, you try to make sentences. I just sit there, and I say that, and he just cut him off. I killed it. It's dead now. It's on Kelly's floor. She can deal with it later. You just got all karate kid on me. Yeah, I do that. Holy shit! Could you beat up an ice sculpture? Beat up an ice sculpture? That's like from Karate Kid Seven. Oh, I haven't seen that. Actually, I think it was like Karate Kid Two or Three because there's this. Part I've never where he even likes... seen any of the Karate Kids all the way through. I've seen like the important parts where he wins. Oh God! I just gave away the ending for everybody. Oh no! I've seen the part where Mr. Miyagi catches flies. I've seen the part where the wax on wakes off, and the part where the Karate Kid like smashes a car window. I think. So you didn't I see feel like the there's a part scene. like that. The part where him and Mr. Miyagi are like shooting up and <laughs> drinking some sake together. Slow dancing together. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. For a while he was like, Daniel Wife. <laughs> <laughs> that was painful. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be like my catch sound. I won't have a catchphrase anymore because. I was trying to pick up a catchphrase for a while. Trying to catch a phrase? I was trying to catch a phrase. I had a net. Um, (laughs) Phrase net. I was in the phrase jungle. I'm afraid not with that phrase net. I'm a phrase... uh, Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Continue (laughs) with your sentence then. (laughs) But I I tried the whole like... You couldn't get a catchphrase. Lock your doors when you sleep. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe that'll be my catch sound, but... Do you think maybe you should pick a less annoying catch sound though? Definitely not. No. 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 It's either that or... 
<laughs> I guess it's true that all catchphrases are also equally annoying. Like, yeah. show me the money. It's, that's pretty annoying that catchphrase. And dynamite. And, uh... And does anybody have any cheese? Has anyone seen my new red hat? <laughs> that was a catchphrase. Maybe that's my catchphrase. <laughs> that's your catchphrase. <laughs> I do like to bring that up all the time. Me too. I want to buy you a red hat. I need a red hat just so I can ask people where my new red hat is. Has anyone seen my Chinese red hat? <laughs> my European... What? No. What? I want to say emperor. I don't emperor. even know what it is. Like a... It's like a little, it's a thing. I realize that it's a hat and that it's sort of Chinese looking, but I, I don't know what you would call that specific dome shaped with a tassel on top. It's not a fez. It's a giant boob hat. Kind of boob like. <laughs> it looks, it's a, it's a burlesque hat. <laughs> okay. It looks like a boob with a tassel. Yeah. Two of them. Two tassels on two one Two tassels. Crazy. Could you, is it possible to make two tassels go two different directions on one boob? Well, it has two tassels. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Let's see. I don't know. No. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> okay, okay, so... Oh, oh. <laughs> that could be my other side. <laughs> I kind of like that one better. <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> so, uh, we have a fantastic, fantastic band tonight. Um, They're from yes. Boston. It's a guy and a gal. You know... The Dresden dolls are from Boston, too. Are they? Yeah. There is something going on in Boston where there's really... I think we're in the wrong music city. I think everything else, we should be in Brooklyn for many reasons, but yeah. musically, I think we're, we're meant for Boston. Mm, perhaps. Perhaps. Very perhaps. I'm still not moving to Boston. Me neither. But uh, anyway, this band is from Boston. And... You, go on. That's what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're here to make such a nice introduction. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Uh, their name is Human Wine, mm-hmm. and uh, the first song we are going to play by them is called uh, Revolta Silenziosa. Do we do that again when I'm not burping? Okay. <laughs> I look at the guttural, like, the demons are just coming <laughs> out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went all Mothra on you, <laughs> which you Mothra. probably didn't even hear, but like... <laughs> Um, I already, okay. already killed our small Mothra, so maybe this is your spawn, little Mothra spawns. Maybe like the the maybe I'm half moth, and the part that was half moth was really upset. You just killed like <laughs> one of them. Came kin. out like no, <laughs> I'm going to kill you with my belch stench. <laughs> uh, belch stench is not really something that's easy to say. Doesn't no, doesn't really roll stench. off the tongue. No. Now, like, 30 people at their office listening to this show on their iPod are kind of, like, saying out loud, Belch stench. (laughs) (laughs) It would be great if this was a live show because I could just imagine, like, there being this universal thing around the... Whoa! Um, Andy's dancing. (laughs) Andy almost fell off her chair. Come on, Colleen. (laughs) (laughs) The chair that Colleen fell off at least seven times on this show. Yeah, it's really a piano bench, which is why Colleen started... Yeah, yeah, my collapsible piano bench, which I, I used as a ladder for a while until I realized... You're gonna it's die. It's got the word collapsible in its name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I realized that as I was flying to the ground. Like, oh, God. Oh, you fell off before? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I had a bad wipeout moment where I was like, maybe I shouldn't live alone. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. on my back, like, couldn't move for, like, a couple minutes. It was oh, bad. Gee, that sucks. But, um, where was that going? <laughs> I don't know. At least you don't have a cat that would come and eat you. <laughs> if you die. As opposed to a dog that would, like... Lick you. Awake, yeah. Maybe. Drag you towards Lick the Lick your wounds and then <laughs> like, go find, like, you bark loud enough that neighbors find you before you're dead all the way or something. That's sweet. My fish would do that, too. Yeah. They um, were good. I miss them. Shit, man. What were you... Okay, we were going to reintroduce the band. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> sorry, human one. 
So, <laughs> the first song uh, we are playing by Human Wine is Revolta Silenziosa. Settle even better now the sky is bent. Dust up the settle even better now the sky is bent. I've got a stomach full of fingernails and another steamer on my head. Stomach full of fingernails and another steamer on my head. Will this dust ever settle even better now the sky is bent? Dust up the settle even better now the sky is bent. I've got a stomach full of fingernails and another steamer on my head. Stomach full of fingernails and another steamer on my head. I've plugged dumb mouths like hoses. Scared of all the naughty noses. Poking into our daydreams. While in the distance glistening.
you know what I forgot? Okay, last week when we were talking, like at the end of the show, there was like, oh, there's one more thing I was going to say, and now I can't remember what it was. What was it? Okay. Um, the city of Brooklyn is, this is really, really sweet, you guys. I'm really touched. Um, the city of Brooklyn is, because they realize that we're such a significant cultural landmark, mm-hmm. um, they're helping us celebrate our 50th show. Are they? Yeah, you oh, know what? And by I, to, to do it, what I they're doing is the they're letter. they're bringing back um, a big reference because you know in in New York City when we memorialize something we do it in like a big monumental way like with nine oh, yeah. eleven we have the big lights we and have with lights, with you know like for uh, Christmas they put the lights on the Empire State Building oh, red yeah, and yeah. green you know exactly so We're what Brooklyn is gonna stuff. do there's like this big um, clock tower. Um, in Brooklyn. It's really, it's like the tallest building in Brooklyn and it's really kind of phallic looking and which we like. Yeah. And so to, to reference, uh, a joke, a running, the, the main running gag on our very first show, they have put up a big fuzzy black condom. <gasps> have really? you seen that? I have it not totally seen It totally looks like one. Really? <laughs> yeah. You have to, you have to, we'll take a picture you guys and we'll show you. That, indeed, because, you know, we have our, on our train on the way to work every day, we pass this building, and so, like, I saw it, I was like, oh, that's so touching. They're like, that's just for us. show 50. Yeah. Here is a gigantic condom. Fuzzy black condom on yeah. the top of the clock tower. And uh, that that actually started, the running gag started because I believe one of us said something that sounded similar to fuzzy black condom, but was not actually. Well, we were talking about our pop filters on our microphones. Ah, I remember now. Yeah. Because our pop filters are twenty are times way the size too big of the <laughs> for our microphones, so we had and to use like hair ties. hair ties. So yeah, well, that's where yeah, that was that was beautiful. The fuzzy black running gag. Yeah, I miss it. I know it's been brought back in, in honor By just Jai in time. Jai. We for gotta show we gotta get a picture of that. Yeah, yeah I will. I'll take 50. a picture uh, tomorrow on my way to work. That's no true. I think uh, in honor of show fifty, we should have some people. Let's collect all the phone calls, and like. People want to give us happy fiftieth messages. We'll play. We'll yeah, play tell us how old we're show. getting. <laughs> yeah. Do do. Oh, we should have like a, a fluff radio roast. You're getting <laughs> so old. You're monster you flying out of your cooch. Your view of mirrors to see your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be amazing. I don't know what that means exactly, but you need them for your mirrors. And then we should we should have all the characters come up. We actually had a, a note from a fan this week where she mm. wondered what happened to Jimmy Venable. And I have to say, Jimmy Venable did appear on one or two other shows, which is probably fired by Andy being like, Shut up! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy ran away. Yeah. Jimmy is extremely fun to do and extremely fun to listen to when someone is looking in the window. <laughs> oh, it looks like it's Alyssa. It looks like... Are you podcasting? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, look, it's Postman Do you have a special delivery for us? Ding, 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 ding. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> I love the fact that Alyssa's serenading us. <laughs> Through the window. You want to come down? Yeah, we'll come down. Okay. I'm going to open the door and, um... Hey, Hello, kids. Come on in. Today I brought apples and oranges for <laughs> counting. Today's show is brought to you by Apples and Oranges and Alyssa. <laughs> and counting. And my sneakers. I oh, like to eat. And a hanger. Apples and Alyssa. If it comes back, watch out. <laughs> it's a boomer hanger. <laughs> boomer hanger. <laughs> boomer hanger. So how are you doing? I'm just dandy. Dandy. You had uh, your very first appearance in the comic this week. Yeah, oh, she has to be seen it. And Joanna's in it, too, from when we got uh, Lumberjack Day. It's for real? It's, a, yeah. it's, a it's like a close-up. Like, <laughs> you gotta... 
That's kind of frightening. <laughs> Would you like to see it? I apologize we'll to all viewers. On air, uh, what is it? Unveiling. Dun dun dun. Oh, I thought I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, here. how did I get naked in the comic? Well, I didn't tell you, but while you were eating pancakes, <laughs> I don't know where that. I've had my clothes off for maybe ten seconds, Colleen. <laughs> Just when I was. How did you get that? Scroll okay. down. There you rolling. are. Oh, yeah, that's a great picture. Tony's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to look surprised. Soon. <laughs> and then it's all the giraffe. How funny. Aww. Is, it, what is, the, is it supposed to be like his beauty or is Ooh, it he radioactive now? Hat appearance. Oh. What? That was like the first day I wore that hat. Oh. Exciting. Oh, it's nice. That looks good on me. Your hat did you. My hat did you. Yeah, this is actually, uh, he put on these glasses that made him so sexy that he oh, glows yeah. sexy now. He glows yellow. Sexy. He glows sexy. So it's kind of great. His yellow and sexy are totally synonymous. <laughs> it's true. Well, there's a line where she's like, I've heard about this when someone becomes so sexy that they actually literally glow. It's radiating. <laughs> and then the line is, I'm drawn to you like a bug to the zappy light. Speaking of which, your girlfriend here um, is like murderous. Oh yeah, I, I killed a moth. That was flying past me in like a super not, zen like, voodoo. I'm gonna yeah. 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 She like caught it and snapped its neck. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. I did that the other day. There was like this huge. There was like a giant. Like Jeff Goldblum was flying around our room. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest image. Ever. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum was in our room. It, it was like we had a really hard time killing this giant fly, and um, because it, it was kind of we have high ceilings mm-hmm. upstairs, and so it was like kind of high up and whatever. Finally. It flew down by me, and I had to roll the paper, like a magazine. And it wasn't even, like, usually you, like, wait for it to land, and then you kill it. But, like, it was landing, like, either, like, on the bed. We didn't want to, like, smush it on our sheets. Yeah. Or, or, like, way up high. So, finally, like, it went, like, within reach of me, and I just went, shunk, swing better. And I, like, totally (laughs) clocked it midair, knocked it to the ground, and then killed it. Yeah. It was impressive. It was big. You are. Got reflexes like a cat. I was gonna say, do you think you're in the wrong profession? Do you think maybe you shouldn't be doing customer service? Maybe you should be like assassinary service. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Avery, Chelsea assassin. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. Would you like to kill your loved one? (laughs) Valentine's Day specialty for one. And that menage a trois. So so. Twice the life insurance. Speaking of trois, no um. I saw, did I tell you my story of going to the Broadway show last week? Uh, no. Uh, so I got free tickets to see the Bob Dylan uh, Twilight Tharp ah, uh, yeah. thing. It was like, oh, it yeah. was free tickets, you know, yeah, so you okay. can't really say no to that. So Marianne had these tickets, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. And on the way there, we're like, this is going to suck. Maybe we can sell our tickets. They're worth $100. And we just mm-hmm. like, the whole way there, we're plotting to get out of it, basically. We're like, oh, we could just leave during intermission if it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Oh, there's an ice cream place. Let's go there if the show's really bad. Like... Really planning it out. And so we get there, and we're, like, one of the first people in our section. We're in the nosebleed section. And there's, like, us and this little lady standing in front of us, and maybe a few other people. And we're sitting there, and we're just talking and ragging on the stage. And we're like, oh, my God, the stage looks awful. Then we're looking at the book, we're like, oh, my God, these I've never heard of any of these people. This is going to be atrocious. <laughs> so we're, like, making all these jokes about the show. And then, like, suddenly this man comes up, and he, like, looks really surprised. And he, like, runs up to the woman in front of us, and he's like, oh, my God, Twyla? <laughs> 
and we were sitting literally our knees against <gasps> Twyla Tharp's back. Mm. <laughs> You're totally racking on her show. And the best is we're both not very smooth. <laughs> Mary Ann was literally mid-story. She's like, yeah, and then Anya and I went too. And then it was just silence from our back row as we're looking at each other, trying not to laugh and being like pointing and being like, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so we like, we're sitting there and the rest of the play, we knew we couldn't look at each other because of course yeah. it was atrocious and there yeah. was no intermission so we couldn't even leave. Mm-hmm. It was atrocious and we couldn't look at each other because we knew we were going to laugh. <laughs> like, Twilight Thumb's going to kill us. <laughs> but my favorite thing about it too is she was this tiny little old lady and she was using an 8x11 pad that she was writing one word that didn't make sense and then flipping the page really dramatically. She'd be like, tighter, flip, turns, flip. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. And there were a couple parts of the play. Like, in general, it wound up being a little better than I thought it would, probably because we were looking for the good points. Yeah, anytime there was something that... That was great. Yeah, we did do that. Like, and cover like, up the fact that That woman's dress looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but there was uh, one part that Marion didn't see, and I literally, like, I had one of those moments that I was like, I am going to pee my pants in public, and that's not cool. And it was, there was this part where this character jumps up to the sky and reaches his arms up, and he kinda, as he jumps, he kind of jumps behind something. And then what they decided to do was have him ascend to the heavens. So, <laughs> so awesome. they had a, a body dummy. <laughs> just they couldn't just, like, attach him to a rod really fast and, like, swing him up. This fake body just flies to the heavens. And the funny thing was that character was being played by an understudy that night. So when the dummy flew up, he had completely different hair color. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's like, it's up to the heavens! <laughs> His hair goes from blonde to black. I was like, what? <laughs> and Marianne didn't see that somehow. So, like, I look over at her and I'm, like, shaking visibly. And I'm like, oh my god. The fact she didn't see it made me laugh more. Oh, it was great. So, yeah, I, I, my dance career is over. So I think it's probably time to do song number two by I Human Wine. Um, the second song is called Script Language. Before we go to that, we should tell their website. Yes. Which is just simply uh, humanwine.org. Mm-hmm. And their name is spelled all capital letters, all one word. Really, really, really awesome. I think they only have an EP out right now, but they should be coming out with something a little bigger this year. They've been doing a ton of live shows, so if you're yeah, in the tour some, Boston, so. go and look up their shows and yeah. go and see. I also have to say, too, that uh, they their voices are really, like, I love her voice, and yeah. his voice is just so deep that yeah. they just complement each other They totally perfectly. complement perfectly, yeah. And I, um, I love the fact that it's Holly and Matt, mm. um, and Matt is spelled with the at symbol. Just yeah. M at symbol? <laughs> but last time I was like, Holly and Ma? And I was like, but who's the guy? Like, <laughs> Holly and Matt. I want to change my name. I can't. Either that or I need to invent a symbol that... You do Colleen at Venable. (laughs) Colleen at Venable. (laughs) So awesome. So yeah, this song is called uh, Script Language. Oh! 
Actually, yeah, well, there's a bar called uh, Jackie's Fifth Amendment oh. in Park Slope, and I walked by and I was like, haha, the right to speak! That's awesome! Is it the right to not, not speak? speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikey's like, um, you don't know the amendments, do you? I'm like, haha, number 20, I can drink! <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which one's which. I want to say number seven, I can vote for the black woman. Is... <laughs> no, number, no, not black woman. The right to wear pants. It was the right for... Actually, it was the right to what? wear culottes, but they, they changed the wording and saw. It was like, women, get out of your skirts and get into your culottes. We're taking over the world in culottes. Unless you're a sans culotte. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like a political group for a while, I think, in England. Really? <laughs> it was the people who didn't have culottes, so they were like lower class, because they, they had like you. trousers instead of yes. culottes. Yes. And women, you can take over the world unless it's a breezy day, and then we will see your skivvies, and you must stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs> but take over the world on nice days. Oh, uh, yeah. And so nice did you... meaning not kite. Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> nice meaning not kite flying days. Oh. <laughs> right. Which, if you're a professional kite flyer, your consideration of a nice day is different from a normal person's consideration yeah, so if you're of a nice Orville day. Or right, then. Yes, yes. Which I went to, uh. Kitty Hawk. I, I did too. I really? Just just like a couple weeks ago when you went to the thing? Yeah. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I went too. Did you? Yes. It was, that, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it's different now from what it was before. I've never been. It's grassy. It used to just be sand dunes back yeah. when mm. Orville, mm. Redenbacher, and Wilbur Wright were there. Wilbur the pig. Wilbur <laughs> 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 and Wilbur the pig were there. <laughs> and uh, one of them was going to kill the other until the other one made a, a, a macrame thing that said, you know, I'm great. Well, basically, <laughs> yeah, what, what happened was, <laughs> I mean, Wilbur was going to was gonna eat Orville, but then Orville was like, no, wait, try my popping corn, and pigs love corn, so... So Wilbur was I like, wish, you I know what, we're going to be friends from now on, because right we now. have... I don't understand. <laughs> That's why I wish she was a vidcast. Her face that entire time was like, oh my god. What if I walked okay. into? The guys, the two guys who invented flight. Or well, they didn't invent flight. Birds did. Well, they didn't invent flight. They invent the first flying machine. Airplane, yes. yes. Um, so... We were just kidding, because their names are Orville and Wilbur, which is okay, kind of funny. So we started talking about Wilbur the pig from Charlotte's Wed. I thought there was like a whole point of history Orville, I missed. And Orville, Redenbacher, the popcorn guy. Well, before got they got it. in the plane, they were like, well, we don't want to hurt human beings, so well, let's get a pig, because they're known for their aviary skills. They're aviary <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. come on. I mean, aviary you say skills. when pigs fly, I mean, clearly that, you know. Totally. That's where the euphemism comes There's no from. when birds fly. <laughs> A euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what kind of a euphemism one pig's fly would be. It is a euphemism. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought a euphemism just... It's not a sexual euphemism. Well, I thought that... A were... euphemism is just a saying. Is it? I thought it was a saying that had to do with sexual-ish. No. That's no. a sexual euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> so what, a euphemism is just a Are you saying. thinking of when like... pigs fly, I'm thinking of entendre. I'm thinking of idiom versus euphemism. An idiom is a phrase. Yeah. A euphemism is an expression. That's not literal. <laughs> Let's look it up on dictionary. Let's find the actual difference between a euphemism and an imium. Um, an anemodium? <laughs> I almost said Indian instead of idiom. Ooh, idiom. Now the idiom. <laughs> You're the idiom. 
You are the expression whose meaning is not predictable. Fuck you, Ad, who made the screen change. <laughs> that was a really funny uh, outburst. Go on. <laughs> Fuck you, Ad. Um, an expression whose meaning is not predictable from the usual meanings of its constituent elements, as kick, yeah, that too, as kick the bucket or hang one's head. Um, or from the general grammatical rules of language as the table round or the round table, that is not, this is boring me. (laughs) (laughs) The particular character or genius of a language. Okay, so that's idiom. So it's a phrase. Euphemism. Yes? I think it's euphemism. Euphemism. Substitution of a mild, Uh, indirect, or vague expression for one thought to be... Offensive, harsh, or blunt. The expression so substitute to pass away. Oh, that's totally not what I thought euphemism was. (laughs) But you were still not right. (laughs) I wasn't right. I was writer. (laughs) My grammar's awesome. My grammar's awesome. It's not your grammar, it's your vocabulary. My vocabulary's awesome. Wait, I guess my vocabulary's not considering I had to substitute grammar because I only know about ten words. (laughs) It'd be fun if we did a show... And we each just picked a number of words we could use, and that's it. And so, like, the whole show, you only have ten words you could use. So it'd be like... That would be the most boring show. I think it'd be fun. (laughs) This is also coming from someone who is planning in the next week. Well, um, after SPX, I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to a store and getting the most expensive and the least expensive deodorant, putting them on under each arm, Mm -hmm. and seeing how my day progresses based on each side of my body. Mm -hmm. And recording it very detailed, how many people talk to me approaching from one side versus the other. Very scientific. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try the Tootsie Roll Pop theory on deodorant. Whichever one that finds out is better from that test, I'm going to see how many licks it takes to get to the bottom of a deodorant. In other words, how many times I put it on my arm before it goes away. Oh my dear God, I thought you were going to really lick your deodorant (laughs) after you used it. That is the third step. (laughs) I eat the deodorant and see if my poop smells like flowers. (laughs) Fresh breath. Fresh butt. <laughs> Ew. But yeah, I, I'm just going to get like a big Flavor Flav time clock and do a video of me actually doing it and see how long and how many wipes it takes. It's going to take like six That's not going to work, though. That's not scientifically accurate because every time, like once you get like a coating of deodorant, then it's not going to continue to come off at a I regular know. rate. That's why I shower every time. <laughs> I'm going to start to do this and then it, like I'm doing different... All over your body. <laughs> You're going to give yourself cancer. You're going to cover yourself, and then you're going to break out all over your body in deodorant shaving bumps. It's worth it for, for science. Science. Yeah. science is all about it. You just get like, a huge science. group of your friends and just like use their Pass their it armpit. around and everybody wipes it off and make <gasps> a circle. A circle. A deodorant circle. Scanny will be a part of it. I'll be the recorder. I have a knitting counter. You just have to press it. It counts the rows, or you can count the swipes. (laughs) One swipe, two swipe, three swipes. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited about this. So I haven't done a let's learn about in a while, and I feel like this is something the public needs to find out more about. Mm, So I have another story. I finally brought my change to commerce after. Ah. uh, Almost a year. Wound up with a good chunk of change. Mm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> euphemism wise and <laughs> I guess it's not really a euphemism. Idiom. Yeah, it's more of an idiom. Idiomatically speaking. Idiomatically. So, uh, but I went there and I was pouring all my change and they have that creepy little kid voice. And they made it yeah. kid friendly, which I think, if I was commerce, which I'm not because I'm not an inanimate thing, 
Mm-hmm. I would make it so you could choose, like, when you get there, mm-hmm. be like, oh, would you like to put your change in? Are you a child or an adult? Yeah. I am an adult! <laughs> uh, yeah. Please don't embarrass me! <laughs> it was, like, really loud, and yeah. there was this little girl like, hi, put your change in here! If you have valuables, you might not want to put them in the machine! And, like, really creepy. Yeah, and, and embarrassing. basically break the machine. Mm-hmm. So I poured all this stuff in there, and the machine's like, oh, the machine feels weird! We yep. should... My tummy hurts! Yeah, it's... I'm gonna call the manager! Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, creepy! <laughs> and, like, she comes over to the manager, and she fixes the machine, she closes it. And the girl goes, I don't feel so good! <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. So yeah. it was, but it was it was terrifying yet very funny. And at the same time, that they had a rotating plant. I don't know why. Wow, that's amazing. Because I guess it was like, look at how fancy we are, bank. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, like one of the branches of the tw- plant was sticking out slightly more than the rest, and I see it out of the corner of my eye. And I thought someone was grabbing me, so the machine's like, I don't feel so good, and then the plant's trying to grab me. <laughs> I kind of freak out, like, whoa! <laughs> A very weird moment in commerce. <laughs> I got made fun of a lot for afterwards. But yeah, it was. She, she hadn't. She hadn't closed the door right or something. But yeah. it was so weird. I think maybe it's time for us to end the show. I think it is too. Our website, fluffinbrooklyn.com. Yes. If you want to leave us messages for our fiftieth show. Yes. Please, you can send emails to us too. Either Annie or Colleen at fluffinbrooklyn.com, and uh, or call us and mm-hmm. tell us. That we we are okay. One reading. We are okay. You could roast us or you could just be sweet to us. Either way, we yeah. don't mind. Um, our phone number seven seven five four one six five four nine two. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So thanks for tuning in to show number forty seven. And uh, my name oh, is. Oh, you guys have to have a big fifties celebration. We're, we we're do. going to. Yeah. We do. You missed. We talked about that. Okay. Before we're you gonna do here. something. It's gonna be large. It's gonna. You know. It's pretty much gonna be one year. Almost, pretty much to the date of the last fluff party. Actually, yeah. Because by the time we get to show 50, it'll be like mid-November. That's true. And it's the perfect time because you can't have parties in my apartment in the summer because it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Then we could always do it upstairs, too. That too. Could. I mean, it's easier Especially, I mean, Robin is a, a frequent guest on the show as well. Yes, he is. Whatever you guys want to do. Though it's easy here because we could, like, expand Use the, back the backyard. Too, and also, yeah. like, we could stomp on the floor a lot. And, yeah, and not disturb the people dancing, in the middle. Is, yeah, because that's a big Love thing here. Love. Yeah. Clog dance dance revolution. Huge. <laughs> Clog revolution. <laughs> <laughs> really? oh. <laughs> I thought it was dance dance windmill. <laughs> <laughs> like, they actually just substitute windmill for dance, normal words. Dance Windmill. Like, for instance, this sentence, October is upon us, dear fluff fans, would in Dutch be October is wind- windmill, clog, clog, windmill. Fans. Rembrandt. Rembrandt. Yeah. <laughs> tulip. Yeah. <laughs> tulip, tulip, tulip. <laughs> that's, a euf- that's, a, that's a euphemism. In- yeah. Wait, that a- oh, God, mm-hmm. it that's actually not a drink, wink. <laughs> Never mind. Was- yeah. Goodbye. Windmill is a euphemism for wind. Passing through your mill. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is Colleen and Fenable saying good night and send us messages. 775-416-5492. And this is Annie Sanders saying, has anyone seen my new red hat? <laughs> wee wee wee! <laughs> <laughs> So sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be back.